Hello and welcome to my podcast, World Policies, how it is. Today is lesson 27, to be or not to be, part two. Of course, the United States does not want to betray the Baltic people, but it may be that they realize that it will be impossible to defend the Baltic countries if one does not add big resources to Norway and Poland. One can also choose to defend the Baltic countries already in the Baltics by deploying long-range air defense systems and mechanized Verbands, German word for troops, in the Baltic states. Either the Americans do not see this possibility as realistic or they abstain from it for political reasons, e.g. because they do not want to rock the hornet's nest it might be that they have been duped, or maybe they have missed the whole idea of their own fault. In any case, the Americans have not yet deployed any air defense systems in the Baltic countries. Germany can, in a strategic twilight dusk, deny the Americans access or transit to Poland. In that case, a scenario with a firebreak dividing Sweden, Sweden is a probable solution. Chief Engineer Helge Löfstedt expressed this about the presumption of our cooperation in the journal Försvarsutbildaren, number 3, 2014. The problem is mostly about how Sweden should avoid ending up in a situation where the help takes humiliating forms, which leads to Swedish wishes being neglected in conjunction with the development of the conflict." End quote. What is good in the Defense Committee report, Road Choices in a Globalized World, is that the Defense Committee proposes an expanded and deepened defense cooperation with the Baltic countries. But when they express themselves like this, they're only half right. The future is becoming increasingly difficult to predict. It is not possible to imagine that a military conflict in our immediate area would only affect one specific country. A military attack exclusively against Sweden remains unlikely for the foreseeable future. However, crises and incidents, which also include military means of power, can emerge in our region, and in the long term military threats can never be ruled out." End quote. It is a false axiom that Russia would not have the will or the ability to attack Sweden singularly. In the Georgia War of 2008, a singular Georgia with far-reaching plans to join the NATO organization stood against a Russian attacker. And the Russian attack was planned, according to Putin's own statement, several years afterwards. afterwards. The attack was a signal to the US that we can strangle your supply line of materiel and isolate the US forces in Afghanistan right here. So don't even think about expanding NATO membership to Georgia at our expense. End. There is a threat against a singular Sweden if our politicians say we will join NATO, just as there was a threat against Georgia in 2008. It must also seem very attractive to the Kremlin to secure its northern flank at a reasonable cost in a European full-scale war. The question is whether Russia really believes it would be easier to secure its northern flank 
than it would be to win in East Europe. If I am allowed to answer the Kremlin's, in the Kremlin's place, it could be if, with victory, you are considering gains from the political and military neglect by the victim countries, as well as the result of the implementation of hybrid warfare combined with classic Russian extortion and threat rhetoric against the Scandinavian countries. In Eastern Europe, classic blackmailing and threat rhetoric doesn't work as well as it do in Northern Europe in peacetime. Putin can annex a little bit at a time in Eastern Europe, or Putin can take a big chew in Scandinavia as Hitler did. If democracy can prevail and the people is allowed to decide on NATO membership, the decision is given a legitimacy which Putin will find hard to dismiss. If our defense minister Peter Hulkvist and the government 2019 are to decide, they will put Sweden in unnecessary danger. Which do you, th which do you think is the most dangerous of the following three alternatives? Alternative 1. To apply for membership in NATO after an invitation to the membership action plan. Alternative 2. Almost un unnoticed, bit by bit, slipping into NATO without us applying for membership for that matter. Alternative 3. To be non-aligned or only in alliance with Finland and build a strong Swedish defense on our own. Following line 1 requires that Sweden get military involved in the outside world and make binding commitments of military assistance to, among other countries, the Baltic states. Following line 2 is a natural consequence of Sweden caring about its small neighboring countries and brothers in e.g. the Baltics. We are prepared to help the Baltic countries, even though we do not know how to do just that in the event of a Russian invasion of the Baltic countries, and that we are prepared to help get us involved in international exercises and treaties dominated by the United States. Following line 3 is a risky business, because we don't know what is going on inside Putin's head, but we know that we then cannot count on help from the US who is NATO's foremost guarantor. We can, of course, be freeloaders just by, just by realizing that the US and NATO almost certainly need to use Swedish territory as a build-up area for a recapturing of the Baltic states. But such thinking creates contempt among the NATO member countries. Rightly so, and that may cause them to do what, whatever they feel like in, in and with Sweden. So paradoxically, we lose influence and self-determination in the event of a war in our neighborhood if we would choose to follow line 3. I believe that a Swedish NATO membership should be debated, but the decision should be left in the hands of the people through a general referendum and not be left in the hands of the politicians who are not competent in anything that has to do with our defense, except for the gender issue and the value ground, that is. A popular referendum is an extra safety net for Sweden as a state because it will not be as easy for Putin to militarily attack selected parts of Sweden if the decision on NATO membership is decided by vote of the Swedish people. Homework Considering that we need to join the NATO organization simultaneously 
with Finland, as we already discussed a little in lesson 26. How do you look at our di dilemma? What road would you have embarked on if you had the above mentioned three choices? Is there an additional choice? Please motivate your conclusions. And don't forget to read this at my webpage, thestrategistcowboy.com, if you want to learn something uh, deeper about this. Thank you. See you later, alligator.